everybody. Welcome to the 60th episode of the NFB Podcast presented by 3D Entertainment. The NFB Podcast is brought to you by Riverside Dodge, the official truck sponsor, as well as brought to you by that vibrating of the phone, which we love throughout the podcast. The official sponsor and dealership of the show, as well as Hooked Up Enterprises as the official in-arena gear of the NFP Podcast. As well, Wrangler, the official clothing sponsor of the show. Wrangler, long live the Cowboys. What's up, everybody? Episode 60. We're back. The year of 2023. We're going to kick things off right. Got a lot to talk about. Lots happened since we've been gone. We got our predictions, our picks for the year, a little bit of news and updates. But before we get to all that, we're going to get to the boys and have a little chat first about what's been going on over the break. Scott, I know that you obviously something was going on there because somebody's trying to get a hold of you because that phone was fucking vibrating right through the whole intro. What's up, buddy? Scott Burt. <laughs> that shows your true professionalism that you could work through that. You never stumbled. You just you just went through. That's dedication right there. Uh, yeah, no, just uh, living, man. Just got over Christmas and all that stuff and uh uh, gonna hit the road and sell some Wranglers. AJD, it's that time of year again. Oh, I remember Bring it back to old what? times. I was always trying to be done by this week when I was doing it. I used to get right at her. I used to have Arlie here. No, I'm not joking. Arlie was here New Year's Day once. <laughs> Him and I were nice. losers. Had nothing else to do. Oh, I hate. I just January was, and you know what? The worst part. None of the retailers even want to see you because business is the shits, right? Well, well, the actually. They do want to see, uh, there's just lots of people doing inventory, some people on holidays, so I'm just uh, working around that, but I'll finish up this week and it'll be good to get off my plate and uh, carry on. Going to head out to Red Deer on the 4th to our first uh, our first cup event of the year. Looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Got the Canadian High School Finals coming to Brandon, Manitoba in August, long weekend. And we're heavy into plan on that too. So yeah, it's busy. Scott, before you move past that, explain for those that don't know what the fuck you're talking about with selling clothes. Lots of people don't oh. know what, that you're a Wrangler rep or that that's your job or what you're actually talking about. So what what do you do? What is that yeah. that you're talking about? Well, every three months, every quarter, we get a new line of clothes in samples. So a sample of one, like one of everything that Wrangler will offer for the season. I am now selling for holiday 23. So I'm yet selling a year ahead. Yeah. So these clothes that these accounts I'll order this trip will, will start to deliver uh, September of next year in time for holidays. So they basically, I go to the, the accounts, they pick the clothes they want and they ship a year or I guess not quite a year from now, nine months from now. And uh, just do it again, in three months, it'll be selling for spring and just keeps going. So yeah, just moving that excellent Wrangler product and, uh, Keeping everybody looking snazzy. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. So you deal Wranglers, not Colombian Bam Bam. <laughs> no, no, that's right. Yeah, no Peruvian marching powder. No. No. He's just slagging Wranglers. Uh, yeah. Jason Davidson's back once again. What's up, dog? I know you had a Mexico trip. You've been laking it, just pure vacation. I'm sure you've been on. I don't think you've worked too much. So what's been going on with you, buddy? Oh, yeah. See, senor. I'm just trying to figure out. You. This is our 60th pod. Yeah, I just didn't fucking realize that. Scott, went to Scott, Scott yeah. have you yes, got a Jason. dividend check yet? Because I sure haven't. 
Yeah, no, really but, good. Don't worry. I've been keeping but, all the money. <laughs> well, I think the NFP uh, cast and crew do have to have a board meeting one of these days and figure <laughs> out what the fuck is going on here. All I hear is some pretty fantastic stuff happening, but the only thing not fantastic about it is mine or your name isn't beside it. So right, right, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, well moving on from that just to get the <laughs> elephant, uh, the elephant in the room. Besides that, uh, yeah, I had a really solid trip to Puerto Vallarta for a week. Um, wouldn't say it was all holiday. Had to do a little work from there, but no, it was good. Yeah, Did you have good. any? Did you have any red dots on your chest, like laser fucking no. crosshairs? You guys got to quit watching the news. Seriously. Hey, Just the only time. It was it not true? Now there was nothing going on over there. Natson said that his buddies, they had to get police escorted from their resort to the fucking airport and a bunch of shit. They were in Cabo. Yeah. It's up. It's north. Oh, yeah. So it was, so it was going it was on. So there was shit land. going on. Yeah. Like. Hey, hey, well, you know what? I just reached out to you to see if you're still alive. Next hey, time, you, fuck you. Run you for your life. What? You're only one of three, so I know who my three pallbearers are going to be, I guess. <laughs> an, old, an old ketchup nuts isn't one of them. I asked you. I did message you. And that's what you did said you? last time. Yeah, you said no, it's okay, not true. I better, I better go back uh, and check. I messaged okay, you. Okay, I will. Okay, I got four then. All yeah. right, I got one for each corner. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. What uh what else did you have? We you know the big thing in Canada, which probably a lot of our American listeners don't really give a shit about, but is the World Juniors that uh yes. tournament of the what is it, under twenty ones that are in that tournament? No, under twenty. Yeah, under twenty the U twenties, you bet. Yeah, good Saskatchewan. Well, a couple Sasky boys. Um one one of our clients, Thunder Creek client, Nolan Allen, um, who is now a Seattle Thunderbird. Uh, first rounder to the Chicago Blackhawks um, played a pretty significant role in the win. His mm-hmm. shut down, hard, heavy hitting game. Yeah, it was awesome. That was one. That was a lot of fun in Mexico with lots of Canadian fans. Games were on every night, so we'd all kind of gravitate to one area and cheer on Canada, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, it was that was good for the boys. It's always nice when you win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Canada. As we should hockey, right? Come yeah, on. Absolutely. Exactly. absolutely. Tanner, uh, what have you been doing? Nothing. I don't do anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> he just uh, invoices for NFP podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, which that's is right. not much. So oh uh, yeah. The uh me, I've been good. We uh I've been laying low with the fam and the crew. We've been getting everybody's uh you know, the new year, twenty twenty three. So new contracts for all the 3d bull riding guys and all that sort of stuff on the go i actually bucked some bulls for the first time uh in a long time the other day dummy bucked some young ones that um last year obviously was fucking pretty busy for us all hey like we were gone on the road a bunch and usually we get lots of time or maybe it was the covid year but you had lots of time to get through shit and i didn't have much time to get through a bunch of the young bulls so that was kind of fun again to get back to doing that and getting those bulls ready to hit the trail this year, some people genius calves. They were really good. I ones. saw some videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some good ones. Yeah, so I talked. I talked to your dad this morning. He's quite impressed. Quite impressed with everything. Yeah, it was um, good. We got some new dirt in the arena there where we usually we usually buck. Um, was getting a little little sandy. heavier, like a little, little yeah, more solid. Just, yeah, a little then. more solid. Yeah, it's pretty sandy. Okay, what so. did you what did you do to mix in there, or did you take out and put new in? 
No, it's like we put crusher finds underneath. So there's weddings and shit always in that arena. So all that we had all the dirt pulled up for the the weddings that went on this summer. And then before we put the sand back in, we put what I have like at my mm-hmm. house, which those crusher finds. So it's yeah. that, that harder rock. Yeah. We put that good underneath. Base. So that's a good base. Yeah. Cause it was it was a rock hard base underneath of it, but it got so hard that it was just like concrete. And then it was a few inches of sand, but all the sand was was just deep. And then when they push through that sand they'd hit that fucking hard pan and fall or break a leg or you know all the different shit that can happen when they do that so we got that done and now we can get full steam ahead here on the the winter buck out so a couple of things you, you probably know a guy that owns a dump truck or two eh? and number two the ground sounds like amazingly good so there should be no arguments between you and your dad well there still will be I'm sure. okay. actually that's the best entertainment that's this is true we'll find did something we ta- to argue about did we talk about did we talk about that good ground in elkridge on any of our podcasts yeah we like did one yeah, full we, podcast I think. Yeah, pretty much oh, yeah. that, was, that was a highlight that was a highlight for blaine and i watching your old man mad at you and Blaine Blaine called me over and he goes, I'm just glad this isn't our dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little tough sledding. But doing that too, Scott, got a couple of little events coming up for the year. Elkridge is coming back to ninth and tenth, two day event up there. That's gonna be a fun one for all of us too. We're gonna do a golf tournament during the day and same kind Thursday, of Thursday, Friday, right? Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Oh, yes. I gotta take a weekend off the lake for that. Well, you'll You're be at, at another the lake. lake. Jesus Murphy, man. Know your geography. Yeah. And then Humboldt. I got a deal going on in Humboldt, too. PBR as well. Um, June 16th, the following weekend. So we're planning that out, getting all that stuff lined out here just, as it goes. And yeah, fucking just, just for the record, uh, Humboldt was the first time I ever exhibitioned on a bull. No yeah, way. Great yeah. Yeah, it was good, too. It was like 95, I think. What else is it going to be first time for you this time? <laughs> nothing it's just first <laughs> first first thing. uh nothing i don't nothing? think so oh. no i don't think so oh, okay no, nothing well, maybe, no. maybe that's like episode 65 i don't know when we're gonna get to that <laughs> yeah. hey? big news yeah, big yeah. News we'll, we'll, touch, we'll, we'll touch yeah we'll touch on that uh after february how does that sound yeah sounds like a plan to me uh, people Good. will love that so 95 <laughs> you busted out hey eh? did you fucking style one out Oh, Unreal only had eight stitches in my chin when I was done, so it was good. It was awesome, as per usual, right? So yeah. Okay, so let's get to it, guys. Let's uh, 2023. Uh, I think we should pop right into it. The season has begun in both Canada and the U.S. for PBR side of things. Uh, the team series obviously is over. Now it's back to your regular program of a regular season where bow riders are all riding for their own individual world title and as well in Canada going for a Canadian championship. I think uh, Griffin Smeltzer is the number one guy in Canada after two events in Dawson Creek and in Lloyd Minister. Um, obviously early on both sides of things. So before it does get too deep, let's get to our picks, boys. Let's start with uh, let's start with the world side of things. That's more relevant with uh, with an event that just went on last weekend in Duluth, Georgia, where uh, Kaike Pacheco takes the win. Uh, we've seen the return of Jess Lockwood, which is huge. He goes ninety two. Uh, this first event back, we got Andrew Alvidrez winning the first two events of the year. Um, Jose Vitor Leme once again back in fine form, winning two events. Lots to pick from. 
Cooper Davis, obviously on that return, bunch of great young guys coming up that look that look really really special. Uh, Dalton Castle winning fifteen fifteens. Let's get to it, Scott. You can lead things off, buddy. We'll uh, take you first. Who's your pick? Well, hey, you know what? I, Just so you know, Dalen is hurt again. Yeah, it's yeah. going, eh? <laughs> yeah, but that worked out in my favor. It worked for so. you. It's a short yeah. season, though. It's only a six-month season. Hey, what you got to take that into consideration, too, injury-wise, a shorter season, right? Because lots of guys mm-hmm. will get, you know, can maybe get through the six months instead of the – 12 months of straight going for the individual title, but you, you got something on your mind. I can see it in your eyes. I can feel it. Yeah. You know what? I uh, just kind of been watching what was going on here and uh, we got the return of Jess Lockwood. I, um, he's a man on a mission, man. He looks like a brand new attitude and ready to give her. And uh, I let think, me I'm gonna... let me guess, Jess Lockwood. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know what? I think uh, he's had quite a bit of time off and maybe he's got everything ironed out and that's going to be my pick. I'm going with it. Sticking with it. He looks rejuvenated. He looks fucking. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like when he got off, well, he looked like be. he was going to kill he somebody. Did you see him when yeah. he was fucking cruising yeah. out there? Which I know, yeah. like, it's a great feeling, right? You're back and you're kind of like pissed off at your body and the world and everybody thinking you're gone. And then to do that and come out the way that he did on his first bull and then step up on his feet, made a great ride. Then to go into the short round, take I'm legit too, and go 92 again. Like, yeah, good start. Mm-hmm. But the, his mindset, I think, I don't know, his attitude towards things look like he's rejuvenated and ready to come back and win, not just be there and hang out. Probably pissed yeah, off that he's kind of out of the, been out of the picture too, right? Like, yeah. he hasn't been talked about there. You know, they got their other guys with Jose, and they've really been talking about cooper davis on all the, the broadcasts and he's been doing broadcasts and all that sort of stuff right and you gotta remember jess was like the poster boy right the youngest world champion and he was everything they had and it just kind of shows how fast this sport fucking moves along and how easily you kind of not can oh, be wait. forgotten but but how you're out of the fucking limelight in a quick hurry like that right so i think he's really wanting to, to put himself back at the top i think from what it looks yeah. like that's what i'm going with jason uh, Dalen? Nope. Back well, back. Tanner, you want Cooper. I'll let you have Cooper. I'm going to go with Kaiki. Pacheco? Yeah, it's the only Kaiki I know. You got <laughs> oh, it's not the other Kaiki. Got it. <laughs> yeah, Kaike, what do you think? Coming off the team win, he's just fucking going to sell it, or why do, you, why do you go with him? Yeah, you know what? I got to... Um, I got to you know, be around Kaiki, um, since the teams represented him in teams. And I got a whole new appreciation for the whole lot of the Brazilian guys. Um, just like down to earth, hardworking, honest people that, that really, you know, appreciate what you do. And like, I, I think what he did as the captain or, you know, the number one pick in Las Vegas is going to just parlay into, what he's going to do for himself and with the individual season. Like let's put a perspective. The guy made like two point with teams and everything last year and his $2 million win. I bet she was pushing 3 million last year. Yeah. Um, not about your, you get a, bull rider. you get a, you get a taste of that dough. And yeah, I just think he's laser focused. Like it's all about winning now, not taking anything away from the other 35 guys or 40 guys there. 
because you know you're leaving a Leme out if you take Davis. You're leaving a Cooper like Cooper Davis Leme. Um, like you said, Castle. I think Castle's another year away. That's why I'm going with the vets. Just longevity and grind. I just, I, think, I just about I think with they Dalton. know how to manage it. Yeah. Actually, with that was another pick of mine. Yeah, yeah, I just about yeah. But yeah, that's the other aspect of like the World Championship race is the 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 mindset and the dedication that goes along with it, right? Like you can see guys that have good weekends. You've seen it through the history of the PBR, but those guys that can show up and show out every single weekend, that's what it takes, especially yeah. with this shortened season, right? Mm-hmm. You well, got to yeah. be able to be 90 every single weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you look at, you know, how the team series went for Nashville, like they went in an eighth place dead last and then come out of there as champions. And that was a result of, you know, Kaiki riding all, I think all but one, maybe yeah. all of them. So, I want to I want to ask you about that too about the fucking rules of the team aspect. Like, we'll, we'll get into that after though. First, I got to make my pick. My pick, yeah. pick is Cooper Davis, Jose Vitor Lemmy. Oh, yeah. We should have actually said we should have went this route, and I was thinking about doing it before Scott picked. <laughs> is we all get to have one pick. And no one can pick Lemme. But that's fine. We'll let you have it. We're going to yeah. smoke your ass anyway. No, yeah, well, fuck. It's great. I'd honestly like to see Andrew Alvidrez win the first two events. Just winning an event on that tour is super cool. And a guy like Andrew, who's not one of the major known guys or hasn't right. had like those breakout seasons or been in that top 10, you know, like for him to jump out and win those first two events, that's and well, yeah, happen and to a Brady, nicer guy. Yeah, Brady wise. Olson. Brady yeah. Olson won one. Well, Kaiki, who else? There's this is the fifth event. Who else won? Jose's one. Lemme. Lemme Lem- yeah. won New York. Yeah, not a bad pick. Yeah. Hey, no, they sold no, New York no, out. How cool is that too? Sell out in Madison yeah, Square they Garden. They sold out every event that weekend, fellas. Yeah. Every event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, speaking of, if you're in the Red Deer area and you want a good seat, you better get online. We're crushing it right now. It's, it's going real well. Definitely our February date opposed to June is going to bode well for, for the for the live audience, that's for sure. Um, just too many options in June, I guess, what to do, and people don't want to be you know, in a building. So, yeah, it's looking really good. Can you set a ticket aside for me? Mm, we'll see. I'll, ne- <laughs> I'll negotiate. We shall see. Yeah, Brady, that's another guy to like to, to keep an eye on. Brady Olson breakout year last year and now feeding off that. The team stuff I think's helped lots of these guys kind of get maybe their mindset 100%. back. Yeah. Derek Kobaba, right? Kobaba's looking mm-hmm. awesome right now and yeah. killed it throughout the team series. Um Chase Outlaw never can fucking uh, take Chase out of the picture. Colton Fritzlin. Um, it's yeah, Joao, Joao, Ricardo Vieira, right? Like, yeah, so many of Mason, these guys. Mason's place, Mason Taylor's another guy that's been in the money and been riding good. Yeah, yeah, Mason. Mason's gonna be that kid. I feel like that's like Cooper, like, you know, just like all of a sudden click it and then it'll just be unbeatable, you know. Like, Cooper was a bull rider and then went to the world class bull rider that he was, and it was. You know, a year, one year changed everything for him and fucking bang. And now he's one of the best in the world. And I think the Mason Taylor is going to have that sort of same, same switch. And then he'll be one of those top five guys. But yeah, there's so many of these guys. It's hard to bet against any of them, but 
that's part of what we have to do is make our picks, right? So that's what we fucking gonna do. Dakota Lewis looking good sure. too, sticking them. Yeah, it's great. Bunch of good bull riders, and then our Canadian guys are are popping in there. We got Nick Tets down there going to events. We got Griffin Smeltzer going to events. Uh, Weston Davidson, Stefan Tanita, a bunch of these young guys that are rolling, and um, hopefully we see them. Nick Tetz made his debut after his Canadian Championship, made his debut on tour. I'm not sure what event that was, but he he made it on there. So that's a feather in your cap too, right? To to ride at the highest level. So congrats yeah. to Nick on that. That's just the start of of where he can go. I think he's got a good good future in front of him. Yeah, and he got one road there in Reno last weekend. He picked up uh, some points. Yep. Fucking eight, space. I think he got six. I think he plays six, maybe. Bulls, what do you guys got? Do you even know any of them? No. <laughs> Ring roster, Hill Street. <laughs> Wolverine, come on. I want to know the comments. Don't say who comments and when this pod comes out. Um, who owned Hill Street and Ring Rust? Let's hear it. Okay. We'll do a poll. Both went to the NFR. Those Bulls. Both. I think One I seen a video of Ringrust um, killing off. Was it Ted Noose in Brandon, yep. and then Raymond mm-hmm. Goodman took yep. him to the mountain. And then, uh, and then one of the fuck. Carrillos, I believe it was at one of Cody's bull riding events. They had to land the plane. One of the Carrillos had him and and messed him up bad. Like he was buggered up internally. They had to they had to drop him down, or or he didn't get on the plane. I forget how it went. Uh, Cody'd know that story though. But that bull near killed him, like with internal oh, injuries. Jesus, quit, quit, Franklin, Adam, and Shonovan. and oh. uh, it's all one delivery there. And I don't even remember if that bull was naturally a reader or left, and I can't remember. I think it was all left hand deliveries in Shonovan. Yeah, and, and the think, gates didn't. The gates didn't open left. all the way, or if that they did, there was so it's much sand that 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 it didn't. Really? Yeah, there was so much sand that it didn't open up the gate. And <laughs> I never had a, any problem with that bull. I really didn't. He didn't because he was pretty little, you know, and he was easy to work if you let him kind of come to you and he'd just blow at you and he'd be gone. But you wide past Quinn got buggered up around that gate. <laughs> what, one, uh, what's that? Nothing. That's it. If you wide, he, he didn't say didn't let him see you. <laughs> no, this was no. this was mid nineties, man. I was yeah. like fucking on top of it. Yeah, he, of it. He, he was aggressive <laughs> then. He was aggressive, and uh, yeah, it could have been very ugly. I it could have been very ugly with that bull, and it just worked out very nicely. But yeah, he was a bad cat. He was a bad cat because he just mop you and pull you under. Like he just pull you in with that little those little cow horns of his. But he was a bad cat. See before you, Scott? Yeah. No. Did you uh, see him? Did you get to see yeah, him? Yeah, I I never fought. He was still when I was dominating the bull riding world, as I like <laughs> to refer back to, he was still around. Did you style him out then? Fucking spur him down? No, no. Oh. I believe I honestly think I got on him at like Val Marie or something one time. God am I that makes sense i wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) no i did i think i got but he was right towards the end of his career so you know and i wasn't scared either like i was just uh, you know yeah that bull didn't i was just like he didn't have the the shit up my not at all actually never had an issue with that bull because i thought he was he was actually pretty fun he wasn't well you know you know me i i mean i i didn't know what i was 90s too scott 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you weren't scared. 90, Actually, you weren't scared. Don't you scared 91, 92. Yeah, I was going to say um, <laughs> it would. I don't think that bull would have bucked after 93. We might have to get, we don't want to give too much away because we're going to wait on the guesses where that bull came from. But um, I, I would have been 93 at the latest, probably. Yeah, I'm thinking it was. Same with Old Hill Street. Hill Street might have been retired in 94. I don't remember that bull. Uh, Red. Kind of a big oh no, he actually he might have been a year before that. Kind of red muley. Did he make you poop your pants or what? No. No, he was gentle. <laughs> you could hug him. You could hug him Yo. out there, make him spin. Fuck <laughs> no. Well, I don't think either of those are gonna win the bowl of the world this year. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that, what's your guys' pick? Oh. Uh, Scott, you got to go first, guys, but Jason, you can go first for bulls. I don't even I I don't give me some names. Ah, uh, well, you got the same ones. You got Whoopa. You got uh, Riding Solo. Obviously, looks great again. He was in mm-hmm. um, the last few events. Um, he's probably the pick once again. I don't know if there's okay. anything that's going to touch. I'll him. go with him. Riding Solo. Yeah, yeah, you got to go with that. Scott, you know. Oh, you guys them? are good. Well, you you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I've seen a couple uh snaps of this bull bucket and i know i picked him last year as the canadian prospect that he got sold you know where i'm going with this little black white face bull i don't know if he's norse god norse god hey like i I don't know huh i don't know if he steps it up but well that's what i've seen the couple uh, videos of him and i don't know if he's big enough or whatever but I'm just going to go because of his Canadian roots and he tries his ass off every time. And I know when I watched him, he went both ways, kind of jumped out of it and shot ahead and went back the other way. So um, I'm going with him. I'm going with him. There you go. Uh, Ricky Vaughn was a bull that was really good last weekend. It was the high mark bull. And he's number one in the bull standings actually right now with 46 and a quarter. Dennis the Menace, Cool Whip is in there. Um, This is so hard because there's so many bulls and so many great bulls down there that you don't even – you don't get to see them until like there's probably mm-hmm. a classic bull or a, a derby bull that's fucking through the roof that'll step up to the plate and could win bull. This World is where this I year. usually bring Jackson in on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with the big white moonlight party, the big Canadian bucker. I like him. That's, oh that's, yeah, fuck. That's forgot about him. That's Canadian bias too, but but I'll take him. Cool Whip could be in there. Yeah, Dennis Manis, like I said. And then there's lots of bulls we haven't even seen yet, right? Because we've been on. Uh, a couple of different sides of, of the state. So lots of guys haven't brought their bulls yet. So that's going to be a tough yeah. one. But that's where yeah, I'm going I, with. I know I'm a long shot, but you got to kind of just go with it. So that's where I'm going. Got to do it, buddy. Got to do it. Well, I think that's what time for an ad read, fellas. Ad read. Here we go. Riverside Dodge, of course. Bang, bang. Riverside Dodge in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan is the home of the award-winning Ram Truck. They're the brand you trust to haul a trailer load of ranked bulls along with your crew up front in a cab. Whether you want to go check fences or tailgate outside the next PBR event, the boys at Riverside Dodge have the right truck for you. Riverside Dodge is not only the dealer of choice in northern Saskatchewan, but also sells and services all across western Canada. Go see Ty and the gang at Riverside Dodge for a fair, no-bullshit deal on your next truck and tell them Tanner sent you. Riverside Dodge in Prince Albert is the official truck dealership and sponsor of the NFP podcast. Bunch of stuff going on at Riverside Dodge. Bunch of sales going on right now, so go check those. Uh, go check them out over there. 
check out the crew tying the gang at Riverside Dodge. All right, with that, um, for the championship on the Canadian side of things, there's lots of uh, of guys that could be in contention as we've seen last year at the finals. How many guys were in contention when it came to the finals? Like ten of them or something like that. I think yeah. There was. Oh yeah. Right. So it's kind of anybody's game with the points that are up at the Cup Series events and at the finals. Uh, there's lots of different options with Butters, Cody Coverchuk, Brock Radford, Aaron Roy, right, showing up again, and and we've seen Aaron do oh, great last year. And you got your there's some young guys I think this year that, that should be their breakout year with Tyler Craig, Ashton Sully, Tannerino as well, like some younger guys that that should be in that running for a Canadian Championship that. You know how the sport works. It just takes one bowl or one event, and then those guys pump themselves up, get in the mix. Jake Gardner, another guy. He's going to be rodeoing a bunch more, though, than than bull riding side of things. Um, Jared Parsonage, I don't know if, what his plans are, if he's going to try to rodeo more than bull riding or if these guys are going to try to, to do them all. But, yeah, tons of options to go through. Um, Jason, what do you think? What do you got? I'll go last. I don't want this pressure. Yeah, you go first, Tanner. Okay, I'll go first. Um, my pick this year, uh, like I said, it's anybody's game, but just from the, the ending of last season and the way that he's, Aww, he's going, it's my pick who he's going, who you're going to say, you're going to say Nick Tetz. No, no, no. Uh, Nick's a fucking right there. He's could be a back to backer. I'm going Coy okay. Robbins. That's my pick. Oh, I'm going with Coy. He had a, okay. Had a good year at the end of the year last year. He's going south again. He's weird enough, I feel like, mindset-wise. It takes kind of a different fucking kind of guy to be a top bull rider. And uh, I think he, uh, I think this could be his year. He won the, the Canada Finals, like the uh, rodeo side of things, last year. Rode all of his bulls at the PBR Canada Finals. Uh, just kind of does his own thing. And, yeah, I think it's going to be his year. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um I am going to go with, and I like this kid. I like his attitude. I like the way he approaches everything. And I'm going to go with Griffin. Griffin Smeltzer. There mm. you go. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, uh, I think he's uh, he. Every year you see him, he gets stronger, and and I just like his attitude. You know, he takes everything super serious, but yet can have a good laugh once in a while. But he. He's a talented bull rider, and I've watched him since he was a little fella. So I think he's, uh, I think this is his year to really dominate up here. Jason. Okay. Well, I thought I'm going to go. You guys went both went young, and I'll tell you why I'm picking my guy and why Tanner, and I hope Coy's listening, why he'll finish second or third or fourth. Because my guy is committed to the PBR, and that's Brock Radford. There you go. Coy, yeah. Coy's got some goals, to, and that's fine. I know where he's down in Fort Worth. I talked to him while he was down there. They're all uh, – him and Jordy and Jared are all entered in Red Deer, but if they're in the Fort Worth championship round, they got to stay down there, which I get kind of. Don't want it, but I get well, it. Is, is Coy going rodeoing? Is he rodeoing? Yeah, he's down there. He's down oh, there right now. Fuck. But – I, I think Koi, Koi could have been a champion. If, you know, you look at the number of events he didn't go to, if he just, mm-hmm. if he places at two of them deep, three, he's the champion. Yeah. Well, so that's why I'm going to give it to Brock. Brock's committed. I think Brock is not going to rodeo this year and focus on PBR is what 
kind of we discussed. So I got to go with my boy, number one. He's my boy. And number two, he's committed to PBR. So there's your champion. I'm actually going to get, since I know the guy making the buckle, I'm actually going to get the buckle made up. (laughs) Well, and and number three, all everything aside, it's his turn. (laughs) (laughs) And he's hungry. It is. Yeah. He's hungry. hungry. You know, there's some, there's some other guys out there that can win it. You know, we know they can win it. Yeah. But who wants it more than Brock Radford? Actually, even with, can you guys not give that one? There's probably nobody that wants it more than Brock Radford. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. Just joking. She'll have 50,000 reasons why she'd like to see that happen too, I imagine. Yeah. That's fair. No, but, but you're right. Exactly. It's anybody's game. That's fucking, that's the way yeah. that, that it hey, goes. And, and you know what, guys? But if they're going to stick to PBRs, yeah, like you say, that's what, I think that's what it will take. Like you look at Tets, he was more of a, more of a bull riding guy than rodeo guy yeah. last year. Did both, but, he was, and right now he's going to the, those PBRs right now. And I think he's going to try to go, go back to back, but we all know how hard going back to back is too. Right. So there's all the yep. different added aspects that, that go into it. No, no disrespect to anybody else, but that's why we're picking our guy. You know, every of them. everybody thought Clyer was the layup to win PBR Australia. Lost the title by two and a half points. To who? I oh. he um, who was it? Uh, oh God, good question. Huh. Well, he, he, he finished second by two and a half points. And I'm not sure what the bonus is over there, but you know what our bonus is? That's $50,000. Like, and that's all at once. You get that at once. You don't have to get that spread out over 23 or 26 or 30 (laughs) events you're competing at. I write that check. I write that check right there before you leave Roger's place. Yeah. So pretty good though. We'll have to regroup in, in and around like around July and uh, see how our picks are doing. See how dumb we yeah. look. <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you got those all wrote down the way. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Now for the That's bulls. Good. Now for the bulls. You guys know these ones a lot more. So, uh, yeah. what's your idea on the Canadian bucking bulls? Who's going? Um, Scott, you go. I'll okay. Go. Okay. Go, whatever. Scott. You go. You- Okay, I'll go. I think that this is a hard one because the bulls that are the phenomenal ones usually get sold to the states. So you got to look at a bull that might stay up here, right? Or it might get Mm -hmm. sold, which makes me want to go happy camper again because I know that happy camper will not be getting sold and he'll be at all these events and he's a world-class bull that could be down there at the highest level, but um, Josh keeping him, you know, he's going to stay up here. Like a bull like Phantom Fury, I don't know if they're going to get rid of him, but that bull, if he bucks like he did at the finals last year, should go down there, but he'll, 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 he'd win up here again, right? So, no, Phantom, uh, let's not forget these guys. Uh, Phantom Fury made almost $15,000 last year just in Edmonton. Yeah, with bull the finals and bull of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good bull. Oh, yeah. you know, and, and I had a, ones. I had a I had a talk with with Corey Schmelnick on him selling Ted, and the difference there was is nobody was getting on him, like they were mm-hmm. turning him out. Yeah. So you can't. Nobody turns out the muley, right? So I don't, I don't know what they'll do. That's a good point, Tanner. Um, 
There's going to be a bunch of new ones coming in, too, that we yeah. haven't seen. Yeah. Deep Creek is a great one of Nance and Voles yeah. that we've seen. Oh, that's you guys. See, I'm, okay, I'm going young, too. And you guys might scoff at me because we haven't seen this bull a bunch. But it's, um, well, I'm part owners in them, too. But Logan Cadillac <laughs> also has oh, a part owner in them. But it's a bull called Hebe's Hooch. It's a big, yeah. huge red and white paint that had a, was at a few events last year and then was at the finals last year and as a three-year-old. So he's four this year. And that's going to be my pick. So we'll see. I don't want to jinx. Is anything, he, is he getting but... bigger? Is he getting bigger? Even... Yeah, he's fucking huge. He's a monster. Yeah. 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 So we'll okay. see. And yeah, he hasn't like been tested. Yeah. He hasn't been packed. You know what I mean? But, but that's what I'm going on on a limb. I'm bringing in, um, I'm going with that. That's going to be my pick. Happy campers. My quick, my one behind that too, but I'll go with heaps hooch. All right. Am I going Jason? Yeah, go ahead. Because I think he got my bull anyway. Okay, well, you brought his name up in um, later. It's his bull, and I fought his daddy quite a few times. <laughs> Not Nansen, the bull's daddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Nansen. with. I'm going. With, uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Deep Creek. I like that bull. I think as he grows up a little bit, and uh, I think he's. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty good, um, and um, I think he has a real shot at it. Yeah, okay, I'm thing. going with that. Um, and I can't. What's that guitar? Uh, oh, brand new guitar. Brand new guitar. Yeah, brand new yeah. guitar hogs. I like that bull, and the guys are gonna like getting on him. I think he's he's just he's just oh, yeah. a bucker. Yeah, that's, so that's a good if he pick can, too. if he he needs to find another gear, but the, you know, the young bulls can. They'll either make you look stupid or make you look famous. So, mm-hmm. so those are three young bulls that we picked. That yeah, we're going if, young. If they do do the job, they might not be with us at the end of the year in Canada. But <laughs> that's what we picked, so we're gonna stick by it. Yeah, hey, I like hey, it, well, guys. Hey, I like it. That can that can happen when you're picking Canadian bulls. You know that. Hey, that's uh-huh. kind of what happened to me last year. But the way she goes, buddy, it means yep. you got a good eye for it. I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, okay, guys. Um, favorite moments of 2022. What what sticks out for you there, Scott? I know you sent your kid to college, all that sort of stuff. We had a great year of uh, Canadian buck and bull events. We were all over the country. A bunch of cool shit happened. What stands out for you as your highlight of 2022? Oh, boy. Putting a guy in the spot here. I don't know. I mean, like you say, there's lots of them. Um, I think... Um, yeah, like Braden going to college, like you said, was a was a highlight, and he passed his first semester. That's that's even a bigger <laughs> highlight. That's the uh, part. That's the biggest part. But uh, you know what? I really enjoyed this year. Not that I didn't last year, but uh, you know, I've been to lots of bull ridings, and and this year at Edmonton, um, I don't know what it was in that building, whether it's Zane's retirement and just the atmosphere, the crowd, everything. It was really it was amazing to, to be there and witness all that go down. And, uh, you know, that sticks out as, as one of the highlights of my year, you know, that we had a, you know, a good season, a long season, and, and it was a tight race. It, like we talked about, it was anybody's game right down to 10th place and to finish it off in that building and that crowd, I, that sticks out in my mind right off the bat. And, and I think, I think with Zane retiring on the, on the high note that he did was, was kind of the icing on the cake. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that. It's my favorite. I like that one. That's pretty good. Jason. Mm -hmm. Well, this, well, I, 
Boy, that's tough. I know. Well, I, I, I was sitting here thinking of myself too. And then we're all sitting in bed tonight, and be like, "Well, what do I think about that?" Yeah. Instead? Well, yeah. you know what? I'm just uh, there's a few, so I'm just gonna go with it. It'll be quick. Um, being in Vegas and watching Nashville win the teams deal, uh, and and then our guys being instrumental in that win, that was pretty awesome. Um, then obviously our finals. You know, we had a very successful finals, no interruptions this year, which is great to get back on track. And then what we did for Zane, I think will be pretty tough to top. And then three, three gold buckles in Las Vegas for the 3D bull riding team. I thought worked pretty good. Stetson wins two and Zeke wins his third. So yeah, it was a good, it was a good month and a half, two months there. Yeah. I was going to say that too. Zeke's Zeke's world championship on a closer note, just knowing him since he was a little kid and shit. That one was pretty cool. We were at Brock Radford's mm-hmm. wedding and I think Brock and Liv were doing their first dance and everybody was watching their phones because Zeke was riding for the world championship. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. 3D bull riding guy and just knowing him and, and seeing that come to fruition for him. And I think that's just the beginning too, where he can go. So that's pretty cool. Zane's, Zane's retirement and then now the award in his name, then that's kind of cool. Yeah. It gives us something to, to look forward to. And then another award to give away to somebody that's very meaningful every single year. I think that's cool for the sport and cool for Zane personally too. Um, but yeah, probably that, that last day, like, like you said, the, the ceremony for Zane, when they, they, we did that big thing for him and everybody was fucking crying and that we we're in Rogers place and it's packed house and, and that was like the last day of the season where everything kind of came together. I think that's probably the coolest, the coolest part of the season, right? You get to look back on for the guys, for everybody involved, everything you worked for came down to that last day and the the race came down to the last bowl, right? And all that sort of stuff too. So that, that Saturday in Edmonton stands out pretty cool. Yeah. Right. I think so. Um, For oh, me, yeah. for me personally, it was probably, um, I'm going to be having a baby boy. Found that out. So that's pretty yeah, cool. don't don't uh, leave that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. leave that out. That's pretty amazing. So so instead that, of calling that'll instead be of... 2023, I guess that'll be like a cool thing coming up. But, but you found out in 2022, so it counts, yeah, you know. Counts. And yeah. I, I I just want to clarify it right now, or ask your permission, since we call you old cinnamon nuts, can we call them little cinnamon nuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Outlaw's got a redheaded kid. He calls them red balls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got to think of names. Fuck yeah, I don't even know how to raise a boy, but we're gonna find out, boys. Here we go. You guys did it, so it can't be too hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a little more forgiving sometimes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, you'll find yeah. out. Uh, part of that too with the with the kid right um where we where that all went down uh calgary stampede so i gotta gotta shout that one out too getting to step into that arena for the first time it's pretty cool uh getting the cfr reason to celebrate exactly i can i gotta celebrate that's a Um, good woman (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah just those those big events that i got to do throughout the year um a couple of velocities in the states too and got my fill of that and then yeah calgary stampede cfr pbr canada finals um 
you know, kind of just to, to check all that stuff off the off that's the kind list of, the, of that's kind of the tri that's kind of the trifecta in Canada if you're you know, yeah. if you're doing all three of those, you know. Um yeah. That's, that's good. Pretty it, good. Yeah. It's uh, something that you don't take take lightly, right? And that's a lot of that's voted on by the guys that you're protecting, right? So that's it's, it's something that I, I definitely take to heart and makes me want to keep doing better and, and stay at those events, right? So yeah, it's awesome. Old 2022 ups and downs as it always is, but 23rd, 2023, fucking looking forward to it. Well, the only downfall of 2022 is that we actually had our annual hunting trip and our guide was the only thing, only guy that shot it. <laughs> this is fair. Yeah, <laughs> this is fair. He took the shot. He took the yeah. shot. Uh, 2023, Jason, what are we looking for? Is there any differences with the PBR Canada events? What is their uh, little preview that you can give us? What's going down? Looking forward to it. What's the What's going down for 2023? Yeah, there is uh, now the new point system for the 87th time. So um, we're actually, we're going to add, we're not doing it for red deer because it has, it has no bearing on the tier one point system. You have to have over 20,000. So we're going to, we're going to bump Brandon, Lona, Regina to 25,000 added. So the guys will be riding for 15 more thousand there. Um, Lethbridge, Grand Prairie are already tier one events because they have the 25,000. So any U.S. guys wanting to compete in Canada, those events will be full uh, tier one points. So that was important. Blaine and I figured we needed to handle that. And uh, um, we're pretty close um, to announcing that um, the finals will be up to 200,000 from 175,000 at it. So guys, it'll be... Uh, yeah, there, there's no other place you can make more money in Canada. We we did the math last year, and we're increasing it by another – with a couple new events, it's going to be probably up another 75, maybe even 100,000 for PBR Canada this year. Nice. Um, explain that. You might have explained it, but I was reading what I was going to uh, bring up next. But what's the what's the new point system? I haven't heard on, you, uh, on that. Is that oh, like I don't for world points, to, I don't, or is that for I Canadian mean, yes. championship? Or how does it no, work? no, no. Our Canadian points stay the same. Um, but but for U.S. guys to come up to compete for the Velocity Finals, won the Velocity Finals, and for points for next year's. Because the shortened season, it's, it's not like how, you know, it used to be where you compete yep. all summer long to try mm-hmm. to get points for the PBR world finals in Las Vegas. So right now there's no value in adding another $5,000 really in red deer. We'll keep it at 20,000. Um, but for those events in the summer, for those guys to earn points, to be on tour for 2024, it makes sense. So we want them to be tier one events. Obviously we want to be the leader in the Western sports industry. So that is what we decided to do. I get it. So the points now will count for, so these guys, when they come in the summer, even though the world finals is over, these points now will actually count yeah. towards getting on tour for the next yeah. individual yeah. season. Oh, good. Yeah. Cause they needed something like that. Cause that's why you were, you weren't getting lots of guys, right? Cause there wasn't the money is an incentive, but world points wise and getting to that next level or winning a world championship, getting on that tour, you need some incentive for the American guys and for all the guys to make sure that you want to be going to them. Right. So it sounds like that's right. kind of how it is now. Yeah. Like, so, you know, Silvano is um, actually, I'm, I talked with Silvano today about July events because he wants to go home for a few weeks. 
Um, but he, he wants to come up here because he wants to qualify like he did last year. You know, he uh, will have a world champion exemption, but as it worked out with alternates, Silvano actually qualified with just two events. So if he can come up here and work Pinoca, um, Gray Eagle, um, probably Kelowna and a couple mm. of those events, if it works out, uh, Kelowna is his priority because it's a televised cup series event. So, but yeah, he wants to, and we want those kind of guys. They sell tickets for us. So, and it makes everybody ride better too. I think it's sharing a room with a three-time world champion is great for kids like Nick Tetz and Coy Robbins and those guys, even the, even I think guys like Aaron Roy, you know, they shared a locker room for years, those two guys. So mm. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, steps everybody's game up. Fucking puckers your butthole a little bit. Says, let's fucking go, boys. Oh, okay. I want it back to the day. I want it back to the day. You know, I was cleaning out. We did a little purge here last weekend and cleaned out some stuff. And if anybody's seen my office, which Scott has, he, you know, it needed to clean. And I was looking at uh, some lists from 10, 12, and 15 years ago. And I looked down the one list back then and i said to my like anybody on that list could have won first at the event that's how deep bull riding was and that's 35 guys 30 and 35 guys like we had shit i think back in the early 2000s we had i want to say there was like eight guys in the top 30 in the world in the prca from canada and then right now yeah yeah and then and then you scrolled over to the right and thought, fuck, I didn't pay those bullfighters enough. <laughs> no, didn't cross my mind. Actually. Didn't cross Dang my it. mind. Uh, I'll, here, I'll talk, Scott, you know what I'll do for you, though? I'll have another look and see if I change my mind on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just yeah, for you, bro. We're gonna hit. For you. <laughs> Back payments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just make that out to Scatburn, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, you seem like a resolution guy. Do you do New Year's resolutions every year? No, I try to be better every day. Oh. <laughs> okay. What what's your what's your what's your twenty twenty three? What do you what are you, you trying to, to do? Or you don't believe that you're just every day? Is that what you're sticking with? You don't do because some people don't. Some people don't do resolutions. Some people do. Some people have them for like a day or fucking ten minutes, and then it goes out the window. Some people have them for no, about six months. But I know you started working out more and shit, right? Well, that was, that's been for a year and a half. Oh, I know half, that. that's though. what I mean. But maybe that was a New Year's resolution oh. that you're sticking with. But no, no, I've learned like you that no, you don't stick with them. So I, you know what, make PBR in Canada better. That's always been the initiative. So I think we just keep working towards that, um, making sure my hockey players and athletes get paid top dollar. Yep. I like then, it. then I get to live a good life. Yeah. Then you get to live it too, bro. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you got, uh, did you do any resolutions? There's anything on your mind that, you know, 2023, you've been thinking about what you want to do for the year or anything like that? No, I, you know what? I just, I'm not a resolution guy because I used to years ago and then 10 minutes later, you're doing the same shit and thing. So, hey, I got a question for you, Scott. I got a question for you. I know what it's going to be, but go ahead. How many times have you said at New Year's you're going to quit ripping darts? How many times? times? 
Uh, well, it's the better question is how many times did I make the resolution while I was ripping a dart? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I don't know, but I had to ask. I had yeah, to ask. No. I, you know what? It's just like you say, you just try and do better at whatever and, and uh, roll with it. I mean, shit, 50. You just keep going, keep going. 5 0. Yeah, I agree. Same same thing. I don't like make a resolution on New Year's, but you try to kind of every day, right? Like you guys said, you just try to fucking better yourself every day, learn from the mistakes of the fuck. Yeah, change some shit. Try to not do that again, right? That's yeah, Yeah, yeah. same. Same ordeal as me. I'm a slow learner, unfortunately, on some of that, but Oh God, me too. (laughs) (laughs) But some days. We'll have another podcast about uh We'll have another podcast about Tanner and I's call about St. Teet. St. Teet's going to have a PBR this year. <laughs> anyway, that's for another pod. <laughs> but see, just like that, same thing. I'm trying to be responsible before I go there so that I have a place to so run up. And I'm supposed to be the old, well, out of the three of us, yeah, because Scott has not had a good experience in St. Teet. I've got <laughs> documented footage. To prove that so yes i will be the yeah. voice of reason when it comes to getting in and out of saint t yeah. yes just follow his lead he'll get you yep yep no that's fair enough i think more of like to uh like focus in on like the things that are happening in your life too right like me having another kid and stuff like that and scott you probably realize that now that you're braden's gone to college and shit like that it's like how fast it goes and so i try to learn lots of shit from myself but then also from everybody around me right and try to take that into my own life of you only have so much time to do the things that you're doing so whether it be bullfighting whether it be raising my kids whatever else right it's just like be in the moment live in the moment and take it in right don't fucking waste it away or be a, mm-hmm. be not present for a lot of that sort of stuff right and just take it for granted that can get thrown away pretty quick. So that's kind of what I guess that I would look mm-hmm. at. But that kind of goes on the same basis of daily fucking betterment. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. style. What maybe that lady, maybe that lady will be hoping your resolution is less f bombs on the NFP podcast. I bet so she can wish in one. She can she can wish in one hand and shit in the other. <laughs> Poor lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's hard I'm going to be driving here, through. I'm going to be driving through Kindersley one day, stopping for fuel, and some lady's <laughs> going to come and start hitting me over the head with her purse. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't have to listen. That's not our audience. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. That is one thing, too, I was thinking to myself, though, that I do swear a lot on here, but I don't really listen to them back. But the ones that I have listened to, I do drop a lot of pops. But I can't, when I have these headphones, I can only hear you guys and I can't hear myself. So I probably, if I heard myself more, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> la. <laughs> uh, well, you, still, you still got to stay true to yourself, though, too, right? That's what this is all about. Yeah. Saint, yeah, nobody, nobody has to up. hit listen. Yeah, nobody has to listen. We try to keep things real, like we're in the locker room on this sucker. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, a couple of uh, moments throughout the last few weeks that uh, I wanted to touch on. Obviously, not great or fun to touch on, but we have. I I want to touch on them anyway. But the month of January, as you guys know, is a is a sh- kind of a shitty one, a tough one for a lot of people. With in Canada, winter, cold, dark, fucking snow, and suicide rates all that stuff goes through the roof and um we passed the death day of ty posbon um the death day of mason Lowe, 
the list kind of goes on and on this type this time of year for some reason it's always just a, a bad bad omen um which is not really true it's just the way things go but for for me even i don't know i was like dreading even doing a podcast and all that sort of stuff because i just you just try to like hide out during this time for me probably with just like former trauma of losing Ty and your buddies and different shit that goes on. But I know it is a tough time and a lot of people are struggling right now. So hopefully this podcast does give you a little bit of an escape from that. And, and you can enjoy listening to us talk about random shit. And um, honestly too, if, if, if you need help to reach out and get it and to remember that it is just a, a very difficult time for a lot of people right and i think the main thing is, is i i heard this somewhere else the other day but it's never it's never that bad you know to to, to do the ultimate um there there's always going to be bad days but there's they're going to get better right there's never anything that bad that that you have to to go to that extreme and i know everybody says it and you know reach out and, and call somebody call a friend I think it's more so of like finding a person that, that you can confide in and that you can talk with. Right. Cause everybody says that, but not everybody's going to answer the phone when you do give them a call, but I don't know what I'm trying to get out. You guys know what I'm saying? That, that mental health, it's, it's a very serious thing this time of year on top of it, in my opinion, is a tougher time for a lot of people and that we're here, that there's people there for you and there's avenues that you can go to, to work it out. And it's never that bad. And there will be better days. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah. Trying to get up. Hundred percent. Yeah. I did well, want to touch on Ty's thing too, right? And Scott, you know lots about like the, the Jason too, but like the mental health side of things, and um, just like I don't really think people really understood like the effect that that did have on 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 what the effects of like somebody you losing somebody that close to you does. It changed our whole industry. You know, it changed our whole industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, really it feels like yesterday. Sometimes it feels like a lifetime ago. It's just like absolutely fucking wild to think back that what happened in 2017, right? Yeah, but it did. It changed the whole industry for the better. That's that's what I'll take away from it. And uh, you know, when you get close to these, like it's when you when you're the guy that you know, it's a little different. Like I'm going to use Koi Schmidt for example. You know, we, we, we provide the playground for these athletes and, you know, mouse Clayton Lakefold, like, you know, and, and those, those things can happen. Um, and I, and that doesn't make it any easier when, when guys are injured, but when somebody that you're close to that, you know, in that year, Ty was everywhere. He busted his ass to be at every PBR event, to be a PBR champion, you know? So, um, when it doesn't happen in the arena, but it happens as a result of the arena, that's, that was a little, that was real heavy, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It was, I didn't even know how to react to it really, or how to deal with it or how to handle it. Um, but I am glad that what has come out of it because we all look at it different. Like there was a day that you expected bull riders to get on, regardless of what happened in the first round. You just, like get on. And now I'm the first guy telling Brandon or whoever's there, he can't get, you know, we're already moving down the list. I'm already telling Daphne or the secretary move down the list. He won't be getting on like six years ago. Never, never. Mm -hmm. wouldn't even, we didn't even think like that. 
No, same. Well, we didn't either while we were doing it, while we were in it, right? Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah, it's just fucked. And the, me personally, I was just kind of like reminiscing over it the last like week or so, but just like how, how, how you like, oh, you know, shit happens to everybody, but how much that stuff does affect you. And I think that, um, owning that and then being able to be open about it and talking with your friends and, and actually understanding like how much it did fuck with a person and how much it did change everything. And, and then realizing that, yeah, maybe you aren't as mentally strong as, as you think you are. Right. And, and being a little bit vulnerable and opening up and, and talking about it. Right. Like there's probably so many people that are having the same effects that are going on but they don't want to talk about or say anything because they don't want to look weak right and and i've been like that i've tried to just be no fuck that you know and you try to be tough and i tried to stay busy so i didn't really overthink it or, or worry about it but i think that's the wrong thing to do and i think scott you can probably attest to that too it's finally just being honest and and understanding and taking accountability for yourself that yeah that it's tough and sometimes you need to just take a minute yeah you were, you were, uh, Tanner, I remember you in Quebec city, you were, you were checked out. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I ever had that conversation with you and I don't know if this is the place for it, but you weren't, you were sick, but you were checked out. Scott, you remember we, you and I talked about it. Yeah. hundred percent. That was 18. That was, so that was, or was that 17 or 18? That was 17. That was May. So that's three months or four months after Ty had passed. No, I yeah. So, so 2017, I was out. Most of okay, so it was eighteen then. It was yeah. a year, a year and a bit later. I came back and then I won um, St. Louis randomly and then made the finals that year. But yeah, I was fucking, I was done that day. Not so, like you were at Quebec City though. You no. left the arena. Yeah, you went back to your hotel room before yeah. the event was over. Did you not? Isn't yeah. that how that played out? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And so, then you were fighting. You were fighting bulls in June at yeah. Falaire. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if any of you don't know where Flair is, don't even bother looking it up because we don't either. <laughs> so no, so that so that just seals the whole deal right there is that knowing what we know now, Jason, um, you know, that should have been a point where we, you know, maybe confronted Tanner, you know, said something. Yep. Hey man, you all right. But at that time still was was young, was young into the Ty's death and everybody learning now I, Tanner I've looked at you before lots in the last you know five six seven years and said you're good you know and you'll do the same and yeah. it doesn't have to be anything serious and sit down and have a heart heart it's as little as hey man you're good you're good yeah I'm good yeah I'm good so just if someone even says that to you it can make you feel better a little bit you know so yeah. um that's all I was we've learned a lot too not trying to yep. get sad or into it, but I know that there's a lot of people that do reach out and, and, you know, yeah. they are having troubles right now. And that's kind of the only thing that I was trying to get across is, is taking accountability, even myself, just understanding that and then letting other people know that it's okay to fucking feel like shit. Like it's okay to fucking yeah. be in the dumps. Yeah. Right? I agree with that, but I do, I do think that people use mental health and go a little bit overboard with it. Um, at some point, at some point, I don't know how you want to word it. You got to be a man. You got to step up. You got responsibility. Like life isn't easy. Yeah. If if you think it it is easy, at no matter where you are, at what age, like I, whatever you're smoking, you better start sharing it because <laughs> I, that just it, it doesn't work like that. You have to 
You're going to have tough times. <laughs> hard, 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 hard times create hard men. Soft yeah, times, that's soft that's times. Guess what they create? So, yeah, yeah. I, no, uh, I, I, I do believe that there is, you know, mental health is a thing, but I do feel that you gotta, you gotta be able to manage it too. Yeah, I think that's a big thing or with you're it not too, going is, is managing it. That's the thing, right? That you're that that you can try to get to, right? Is is to manage yeah. or it. Or reaching or reaching out to somebody that can help you manage sure. it. Mean we called it, it we called it stress. Yeah. We called it stress for the first forty years of my life. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. No, and that's the thing. And the managing it, Scott, like you said, by going to the right place or figuring it out the, your own way of how it's gonna work for you. But yeah. um yeah, no, I was just trying to just trying to touch on that because like I said, it's a tough time. Didn't want to bring everything down, but you know, you can you can use your own experiences to try to help yourself in the future. That's me trying to work to be better for my own self. And then as well, hopefully that helps other people to realize that if other people are going through it, that it's okay for them to go through it too, right? And like you say, Jason manage it find a way to to manage it whether that be reaching out reaching out to a friend going to find somebody that can help you manage it and doing it however it works for you you know jason you have a different way of doing things than scott might so everybody has a different way of doing it but it's finding yep. that answer right yeah yeah 100 but change the pace we'll go to an ad read boys get hooked up hooked up enterprises let's go for the biggest moments, under the brightest lights, in the biggest situations, get hooked up. Hooked Up Enterprises is a creative partner for Western sports and beyond, providing customized arena wear for some of Rodeo's most elite athletes and state-of-the-art arena wrap display products for some of Western sports' most prestigious events. They are the official in-arena in gear of the NFB podcast find out more at www.get-hookedup.com or follow them on facebook instagram and tiktok stand up stand out and stay hooked pretty cool guys i don't know if you know or not but they uh they also do like youth jerseys so uh, a christmas present that we got this year for the girls was um was jerseys that are identical to my riverside ones that are kind of the tie-dyed looking ones and uh they're fit for both the girls and then also um the new baby boy that's coming up so got some youth jerseys coming up so for those that don't know uh they do youth jerseys as well and uh we're gonna get some new designs together for this year too for um some new jerseys that i'll be wearing as well you can see uh check them out online there's a bunch of people wearing them and, and getting new uh new stuff gathered up from them. So go check them out. www.gethookedup.com on to the next one. Ski Sean Whitehorse. I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Jason at the Chicago Blackhawks game the other day. Yes. They bring Keyshawn I, out. I Scott, sent him a, I sent him a text. I wanted I to sign him. <laughs> How cool is that? Never played hockey. Never been a part of a hockey game. Held a stick. Any of that sort of stuff, right? They take him out to center ice. For those that didn't see the video, at a Chicago Blackhawks game, doing promotional stuff for the PBR in Chicago the following weekend. And they have the net, and they have the little fake goalie set up, and you shoot yeah. from half, and sure as shit, he gets it in a little hole. Which I don't, yeah. Did he win anything What did he win? Him? I don't know. What did he win? I don't know. We'll have to ask Casey. Yeah. He got he got a free buy into the Chicago Blackhawks training camp next spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so that's pretty cool for Keyshawn. I think he did it twice, right? Um, 
Josh Matson was at the game, and I think he said he did it twice in a row. What? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's true. Oh my god! Look at that. But yeah, you do need cool. to sign him. Yeah, good cross promotion yeah. with the bull riding and the old uh, uh, PBR and fucking NHL. It's good stuff. Good to see you, Keyshawn. Sweet. Scott, you uh, you've been having some troubles finding workers around your place, or no? That's been all good for you. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a battle out there. That's for sure. Yeah. What about your New Year's? How did that go? <laughs> yeah, that got cut short. You know what? I will say this: I did have a good time that night, and I wasn't supposed to have anything to do the next day, and everything was lined up. And turns out that people don't want to work New Year's Day at the last minute, so. Canceled the room and uh, came home and did chores. Uh, I would have to say inebriated for the first hour and hung over <laughs> for the last five. So, yeah, I did. I didn't weaken on the fun I had. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, and I just talking like with accounts I go to and and everybody. It's it's a struggle. I don't know. I don't know what the deal I, is, but I know there isn't too many yeah, people. It's because mom and dad are just handing over the visas and the cash. Again, hard times yeah. create hard men. Yeah, Soft yeah. Times. yeah. It's a struggle. It's, it's a struggle. struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah, struggle bus. Uh, shout out. We got to give Cody Snyder, the first Canadian inducted into the Bull Riding Hall of Fame in Fort nice. Worth, Texas. Uh, Jason, were you fighting when when Cody was still riding, or no? Was he done by then? No, no. He just. No, he would have been done because he just, I think I was at his second or third bull busting. So he got right into that like 90. Whoa. Yeah, 90. I I don't know. I never saw Cody even like even as a steer rider he was out. So he must have been done in the late 80s, like 89-ish, yeah. I think. We got to get Cody on here when if he'll, uh, if he'll come on here. But yeah, that'd be... Uh... Did he go right into producing events when he... I think so. It wasn't long. He judged for a couple of years, I know, and then they tried to change some stuff in the judging and um, really nobody followed and Cody stuck to his guns. Him and some... I forget. There's a couple of them never judged again. Hmm. So, 83, he won the world, That's when he started. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then I think in 86, Canada, I think it was 86... I want to say eighty nine was his last year. I'd have to, I, but, but I'm, but I'm, but he got, he hurt his wrist really bad and took a year or so off and then went tried to go back. Did he not? I remember yeah. him telling me this story and then it just wouldn't work. He just couldn't hold on anymore. Yeah, but but I don't know what year he tried to go back. That's that's the issue here. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. So our first Canadian gets to go in there. Shout out to Cody. Like I said, we should get him on. Those are good stories. And his travel partner and good buddy Ricky Lindsay gets into the Hall yeah. of Fame the same year. <laughs> but, but I don't know that guy. I've heard some fucking sweet stories. About. Oh, hey? me, too. me too. I've never got to meet him. So I don't know any firsthand, but I'm sure. Lots well, I think you got to go visit him in jail if you want to meet him. He might no, be out I think now. He's out. I think he's out. Yeah, he did, yeah. did a stint, I think. But Cody was saying, <laughs> Cody was saying what something about. I remember we were having some beers somewhere, and he said that Ricky messaged him or phoned him from jail, and he had to Cody had to send him VHS tapes of him riding, like when he was bull riding. 
And Cody's like, why do you want these tapes? Because nobody would believe him that he was like an NFR bull rider. So <laughs> Cody had to send in the bull ride tape. So he had some clout. So he had some clout in the big house. Life <laughs> oh, yeah. in the big house. Yeah. My best Ricky Lindsay story. We uh, When it used to be the... The PBR used to have three tours, the four tours, the Humps and Horns, the Enterprise, and then the U.S. Smokeless Tobacco Tour. And used we used to go to the World Finals and and have like a like a summit for all the promoters. And uh, Tommy Joe Lucia would talk, and Sean would talk, and Cleet would talk. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Cody was talking about how important it was to have good bulls there. Cody Lambert, this is how how important it was to have good bulls there. And, uh, and then his comment was that the bulls are getting, you know, so good or somebody brought up some about the bulls are so good and guys can't stay on blah, blah, blah. And and Cody Lambert said, well, I'm working on trying to get a few vials of Ricky Lindsay's (laughs) Ricky Lindsay's semen (laughs) to hit the mark. Hell yeah. (laughs) Raise some more bull riders. Raise some more. Yeah. Road to shit out of him. I was sitting beside Jerome Davis when he said it, and only only a few guys. And the only reason I knew who Ricky Lindsay was was because of your dad's and Cody's stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dad's yeah. got a bunch of good ones about about uh, Ricky. Yeah, he was wild cat. They said he just show up to like those big ones and just for the f- fucking go grab the flank rope and tie it off and go. Just had zero fucks to give. Just his boots. Him and him strap. and uh, him and Pete Gay. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. Pete I've would just show that. up, use somebody else's shit, and win. Yeah. And then you wouldn't <laughs> see him for a while. <laughs> oh, the beautiful, the beautiful times, old school. Um, and then Cody Lambert, also that you brought up, is in the uh, going into the Hall of Fame as well too. So that's pretty cool, cool class of of bull riders. I thought I would have thought Cody Lambert being so did a, I a Texas well, guy was already so in there, is but. the. Is the museum right in the old Stockyards Arena? I think so. Yeah. Like yeah. Have you been forward. in that arena, Tanner? Yeah, I've rode there a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a, I just walk around and look at all the pictures on the wall. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They used um, to have a touring pro right up before New Year's, like December 28th and 29th. And then everybody would party there at the, down there in the Stockyards. Jim Sharp would be in the bar. That was always the highlight. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, but some pretty good times. Some other stuff that we got to get to, of course. Some little uh, things. Uh, Scott, your old home of the uh, East Central Hornets, which was uh, um, a big time of your life. Obviously, you didn't quite make the draft, but you were right close. Um, the rink that we that the East Central Hornets played on got remade the old school our old school they redid the rink and uh opened it up last week and it is now named the matt swaby memorial rink so i thought that was uh pretty cool we've all had a little bit of history at that that place so pretty cool to see that oh man i seen uh actually your your dad and jody sent me some some good pictures and some video of, of the opening night there and all the families on there and yeah you know, all the cold days and my Titan TPMs just <laughs> slap shots through them wooden boards, you know, and the East Central Hornets and trying out and making the team and goaltending right wing, left wing, center and defense. Um, it, uh, it was a pretty cool place. No, but all all kidding aside, that's uh, it's so good to see they rebuilt that and they've kind of moved it 
not far from the original one um, uh, on the same field, basically on the same yeah, on the field there. Yep. On yeah. the field. So yeah, that's, that's so exciting. And uh, it's alive again. It's alive and going. So Hell yeah. JB Mooney is back in action. Don't know if you guys seen that or not, but he's back rodeo and he was at the American qualifier the other day. I think he won the day. So that'd be pretty interesting to see where he goes, how hard he's going to go and what his kind of, what his goals are. I don't know if he's, you know, if he's going to try and make a run knowing JB is probably going for a world title, but you know, if he's mm-hmm. trying to try to take it easy, go slower or what the hell he's up to, but it's good to see him back in the action. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think like JB's not doing it to prove anything to anybody else. He's that's just JB. He's just doing it to, to prove it to himself. Wouldn't you say like, I, I really truly do believe he is, making a run for the NFR and, and wants uh, a world title out of that in the PRCA. Hope he comes you know? to Calgary. Hope he comes up to Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll have no quals to get into Calgary. They'd have to invite him, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Right. I don't know. How it's, they, all, it's all, it's all, well, it's all qualifications except for they do have some invites. Yeah. I think they're all they invited too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But maybe. if he, if, yeah. And if he's having a season, there's a good chance he could, you know, get oh, invited. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know you. if it goes out of current or not, but I think don't you have to, well, back in the old days, you had to enter that sucker in May, didn't you? Yeah, you got to enter it way ahead. Yeah, because it is a PRC rodeo. So well, we'll see. Well, now we'll it see. Is. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll see him up there. Like you say, those ones all count now. Fucking they should, you know what, if I was. He should he come. Should if talk. he's listening he right talk. now, he should do a fucking, a solid northern run. He can come hang out with me. We'll do. Uh, we'll do, we'll do High River Wainwright into Pinoka, uh, then to Calgary, and then what's the run? And there's like Morris, Strathmore, all those ones. I'm not at yeah. all those ones, but JV would. So he can come out. So he can come up and hang out in Red Deer when it's 28 below. Yeah, he'd 100%. love that. Yeah, I can yeah. Smoke and yeah. Marble. He won't be able. He'll no. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he'll do it. He can hang with me and Peacock. on a Michelob ball trip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He can oh, hang boy. with me and Peacock. Definitely Pinocchio, Calgary. Uh, shout out, guys. Uh, it's been all over the internet, but for those maybe that don't have the internet or haven't heard the wreck of Sandy Cooper, a uh, young bronc rider, 16 years old, um, was hurt riding, broken. I don't know. I shouldn't talk on the actual injury of it, but yeah, broken neck and... Um, was left paralyzed starting from the neck down. Now has some feeling in his arm. From what I read on Facebook, feeling in one arm and one hand. Um, seems like things are, are progressing and uh, due to the mindset and the willpower that, that Sandy has and is never wanting to give up. And that's pretty amazing to see. It's, you know, um, Sandy family friend, obviously, uh, Scott and Jason, uh, the Cooper the Cooper family and, and all of us, you know, and, and just part of the rodeo community. I think that's what happens in this rodeo community is somebody gets hurt. Everybody, you know, we all know each other some way, somehow, but um, it's been pretty amazing to see the Facebook page of all the people that have reached out, sent videos, shown support. Um, they had a GoFundMe going that you can donate to. That's been raising some pretty good money. Uh, Coulter wall. Who's a really close family friend of, of Sandy and uh, the Cooper blacks there. Um, he donated, all of um, the proceeds now from mm-hmm. his Western uh, Western Swing and Waltz, I think it's called, his most mm-hmm. recent album anyway. So if you go online and you buy that or, or 
buy go anywhere. I don't even know if they still have you can buy shit in stores anymore. But if you buy that album, uh, the proceeds are going to to Sandy and his recovery. And it's it's a long long road that Sandy's got ahead of him. But it's pretty amazing to see the support within our rodeo community, and I know the huge support that he's got right here at the NFP podcast from from us three is 100% behind him. And and uh, and if anybody can do it, 100% it's Sandy. You can see the the grit and determination that this kid had in his riding, and who how he what he's been through in his life, and you know how how positive and moving forward him and that whole family is. Um, it's going to be great to to watch Sandy and and. Uh, be a support of of his healing right scott you guys um you know growing up weight all that sort of stuff right so there's lots of lots of ties within the crew community yeah for sure for sure and uh you know uh um cam uh, sandy's dad was a was a tough man and 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 stubborn and all that right wrapped up into one so um sandy uh, from like you say, like from what I read, there's going to be no stop on them. So, um, and I see, like I said, lots of visitors, you know, some of the NFR qualifying rock riders all stopped in to see them. And, and I mean, that's just, that's that rodeo community. Everybody's behind them and sticking together. Yeah. hundred percent. So that's pretty amazing to see. And um, like you say, Sandy, we're with you, buddy. And, and uh, keep fighting the good fight. With that, guys, I think we're pretty uh, pretty set on to where we're going to be at. We got some cool stuff coming up in 2023. We got some good guests lined up that um, we'll share with you as as they come into play. Like we uh, like we say, we'll try to get Divid- these dividend out as much payments as we can. maybe starting to come out in the second quarter. <laughs> well, I forgot to do the ad reads, so I'm going to have to do those afterwards. Now that we're now that we're doing them, because I got to find them on my phone. So Scott and I really don't up. care. <laughs> you can do them without us. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I just want my name on the poster for Christ's sakes. What do you, where do you want your name? You want we'll, have to get a new, <laughs> we'll have to get a new picture done. We'll get yeah. Kobe. We'll get Kobe. We'll give Kobe a shout out for the free artwork. We'll get one done in Lethbridge. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Made the big time, boys. You want to do it? Yep. Yeah, I think we should. We'll get that we redone. We contracted you, for another year. We got some cool, actually got some cool stuff for our live event coming. That's all I can tell you. Um, hey, as in what? Starting in Lethbridge. I'm not, I, I, what did I just say? A hint. I can't, you got to buy the ticket. Oh. <laughs> with Kobe? Or with video? With Kobe? Well, Kobe yeah, Kobe's, Kobe's contracted to get it all set up for our intros and stuff. So yeah, it's going to be badass. Oh. And with that, and, and further to that, Kobe, uh, did our, our um, poster and stuff for the Lambert Burn Bull Riding Bullfighting School. Did an awesome job. And, uh, you know, he's just one of them guys. We asked him to put something together, and he searched and found pictures and made her look good. So shout out to him as well. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have the, I guess, would be the third annual school this year. Boom, so that's boom. Good. So boom, boom. To Scott, no free yeah. ads. Oh, well, you got to get something out of this. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Plug that. Talk about that. I forgot about that. When is that? And is there still availability for your and Zane Lambert school? And when is that one, Scott? 24, 5, 6 of March in Siksika, just south of uh, east of Strathmore. Um, Zane Lambert, obviously, putting on the bull riding school. I have a bullfighting school. There is spots available. 
uh, contact Zane Lambert, um, and he will uh, get you signed up. Um, going to be stock of every every caliber, so right from never been on one before to been on a lot, and you know, um, you know, being really good at or starting a good career at, at riding bulls. And as far as the bullfighting school, we just start at ground zero and and go through the basics and and uh, get guys sharpened up for the year if they've been there before or have fought bulls before or possibly start careers of new guys. So um, looking forward to it again. And Zane puts it all together, him and his beautiful wife, Stacy, and and uh, it's awesome. We have uh, sports medicine there all weekend. Um, they give a presentation on, you know, stretching and preventative maintenance and all that kind of stuff and what to do when you are hurt. And uh, it's a couple other surprises this year too. So <laughs> if you're thinking, if you're thinking of it, get a hold of Zane. Um, via you could DM him on Instagram or whatever, or um, just uh, I think that poster's up on Facebook and on his page and stuff. So, looking forward to another another year. Beauty. Okay. Well, I think that gets us uh, halfway to where I had wrote down that you guys were all scared <laughs> of. <laughs> Uh, on the list uh, we'll keep her going and just want to say that yeah i'm excited for 2023 looking forward to keeping the pod going here we'll keep everybody updated on on everything that's going on within pbr canada pbr world sort of stuff rodeo stuff all of our stuff like we've uh, been doing in the past so appreciate all you listeners i know it was a long break but we're back for 2023 and and uh, we'll keep kicking these things out I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, I'm good. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys face to face here in a couple of weeks. Hey, eh? you're smiling faces. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Red deer. Yeah, lucky we you go. guys. All right. Get Fort Worth tuned in. We're about to watch Ryder Wright win his second go around. Okay, guys. We appreciate right. you. That's been uh, our intro podcast for 2023 with our picks and who we think is going to do well this year. And we will be back from the NFP podcast. We love you. Stay strong. See you, everybody. I got a battle one drawn in.